Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, Foundations, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results, each individual investor's situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. Welcome to Rest Assured Retirement with your host, Jeff Holmes. Jeff is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places his clients' needs first. Jeff works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Jeff Holmes. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jeff Holmes, certified financial fiduciary and certified retirement counselor. Uh, we're back at it here at the Rest Assured Retirement Show. I'm joined here with Matt McClure, our producer. And uh, I don't know about uh, how uh, busy a weekend you've got uh, coming up here at the time of recording in Atlanta, but it's going to be a little bit busy here in Phoenix this weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh, is there? Oh, is there something going on out there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to look it up. You know, <laughs> right, right. What's going on? Is that a super what or a Phoenix what? You know, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, for whatever reason, they they do the uh, Super Bowl this weekend at the same time the uh, the last round of the Phoenix Open at the TPC Scottsdale is going on. So, uh, you know, there's a few people in town right now. Let's just yeah, I can way. imagine. <laughs> you know, traffic is a little up there. Uh, most people that live here are probably staying home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't blame them. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, especially when you hear the price of the tickets, we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. So that's for sure. So, so I'm glad you're back. And uh, if you are wanting to get uh, that complimentary consultation that we've talked about before, uh, you can go to restassuredretirement.com or call in at 480-454-9191. We will go through exactly how that all works later in the show. Obviously, it's um, only something that you do if you feel like uh, you're going to get something from it and it's going to be best for you on that. So pretty easy. Obviously, you can uh, listen uh, to the show if you've missed it, wherever you listen to podcasts or go to our website, restassuredretirement.com uh, and uh, get information there. So uh, what's the, the title of this week's show is we're continuing on with the Smart Retirement Plan series and we're getting into review, rule, following, and income. So there you are. It's uh, a lot here today, and uh, we'll see if we can get through it all. I was going through the notes here, and I thought, boy, this may be two shows. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can sure. always divide it up, spread the love yeah, around. That, yeah, that's right. So I'll, I'll try not to talk too fast, but uh, we always like to um, uh, go through the overview. Uh, we're going to get into the all-famous quote of the week, uh, and there'll be a small market update we've got coming on. And then the uh, majority of the show is going to get into these uh, two sections here, the Smart Act 2.0 review, which we went through a little bit before. It's important retirement tax changes you need to know, and then also retire, 
uh, Smart Retirement Plan Series, the review, rule following, and income that I already mentioned. And then we'll get into the inflation demonstration on how much Super Bowl tickets cost uh, starting in 1967 to 2023. You're going to find that pretty amazing. Uh, I was uh, looking at the inflation-adjusted amounts. It's, um, wow, pretty amazing. Uh, so <laughs> this week in history, also, there's some famous birthdays happening this weekend. And uh, we'll get into what's coming up next week, uh, which has been a request. Uh, what are we going to talk about next time? So we'll get into that a little bit, too. Now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. Our quote of the week, those words of wisdom come from the author Will Robinson this time around. Um, And he said this uh, one time, quote, financial fitness is not a pipe dream or a state of mind. It's a reality if you're willing to pursue it and embrace it. It's like that, uh, you know, it, it can be feel like a dream uh, to a lot yeah. of people, but it can actually be something that you can achieve. You just got to work at it. That's uh, right. And you mentioned that four letter word, work at it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Will Robinson, wasn't he in Lost in Space back in the day? Yeah, right. Dan- danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, danger. Totally, totally the same person. Yeah, I looked him up and that's what came up. That's why I, well, who so, okay. Thank you very much, Matt. And uh, now we're going to get into the market update. Uh, the Fed approves a 0.25% hike. Um, that's a, a quarter of a point for everybody from New Mexico, like myself, is what that means. Uh, for all the other people that uh, uh, know a little bit more, they they come up with the term 25 basis points for that. So, you know, that's, uh, that's how all that works. Uh, so I just want to fill that in, a little educational moment right there. And uh, then uh, the re- reason they're doing this softening rate uh, increases again, uh, the softening rate. Okay, so that's interesting that uh, yeah, that is exactly what they call that. And a little bit on that, uh, the Federal Reserve said Wednesday it was going to raise those short-term borrowing rates to that quarter of a percent. Uh, the central bank's second consecutive decision to slow uh, the rate increases while extending an effort to cool the economy and dial back inflation. How did we get inflation to begin with? You have to ask yourself that question. And uh, I'll continue on here. The Fed has put forward a string of borrowing cost increases as it tries, and this is coming from a, an article in ABC News. Now listen to this, as it tries to slash price hikes by slowing the economy and choking off demand, choking off demand. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that you have to ask your question, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, the approach, however, risks tipping the U.S. economy into a recession and putting millions out of work. So a lot of questions here you need to ask yourself. First off, how did inflation occur? Uh, was it? I, I, I know it had nothing to do with the trillion-dollar spending bills that uh, the government was uh, ca- uh, passing and doing that. Nothing, nothing caused that there, right? Uh, and Matt, you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Played the fifth. Now, um, the well, that and you know there was all. I mean, there are so many aspects of it, but it's like because I, I remember talking to an economics professor for, for one of my stories that I did not not all that well a few months back now, I guess. And you know, she was saying that yeah, there are a lot of different aspects to it. That's one of them. You know, is so injecting more money into the economy. 
Um, and that really caused uh, demands to just shoot way up, especially as people got back out in public and the lockdowns were over and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then the supply chain was just so messed up uh, at that point that there was no way that the supply was going to keep up with the demand. And it was just way off kilter. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of things going on there. Yeah, totally. And yeah, so uh, that is what very good uh, little uh, tidbit there from Matt. Thank you. And uh, that's, uh, uh, that is what uh, they say we may have a recession, put millions out of work. But then, of course, they said the jobs, people uh, getting to work went way up this last week. And uh, they uh, are now uh, at the same time saying there's a lot of layoffs. So I was a little confused on that. Of course, I'm sure there's some lagging numbers there, but uh, we'll see how that works going forward. Uh, so, okay. The Secure Act 2.0. This is the review we'll get into now. It's a new law passed late in 2022, uh, congressional session. And what late means is December 29th. So within about three, four days, uh, all of a sudden, how you do your retirement planning changed. And I know everyone was paying attention during Christmas break. Uh, but of course, they got passed during that time frame and uh, everyone missed it. <laughs> That, that's that's how it happens a lot of the time. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So what does this mean to you and your retirement? Uh, one of the things uh, that we find is when these uh, laws come about, it takes a little while for everyone to kind of catch up with this. So it took most of January for a lot of people to evaluate it and find out what it all means. So here's a quick review of the changes that affect retirees and pre-retirees and we're finally getting a lot of good information now on how this all works. So it's now going to change on your required minimum distributions that used to be age 72. Not that many years before, it used to be 70 and a half. And now it's at age 73 when you're required to start taking those out. And we'll begin at age 75 starting in 2033. So they're increasing that age. Now, is that what you should do? They should you hang on to that. Uh, and if you're in the right situation, it, it may be a good thing to do is to let your money grow. If you can afford postponing, withdrawing those accounts for income needs. Now, for a lot of you, you're going to need to think of it as a tax issue, because if you were to do that and you were to let that money grow, what's going to happen to uh, your taxes in the future? And you have to ask yourself, do you think in your you can answer this. Uh, we won't hear it. Don't worry about it. So you can go ahead and answer it. And uh, do you think taxes are going up or down? And uh, yes, uh, that's the question you have to ask yourself. And if that's the case, the longer you wait to pull the money out, the bigger the account gets, gets uh, how much are your taxes going to be? They're going to be more or less than if you started taking the money out at the point that you retire at, or maybe a little before, if possible, depending on your retirement age. Uh, now, they also changed the penalty for failing to take out these required min minimum distributions, or, or RMDs is what they call that. Uh, and they've decreased that penalty uh, to 25% from 50%. And they also decrease it to 10% if corrected, which means you must file an amended tax return. So that is how that works as far as the new required minimum distribution. So you must plan for that. Make sure that you're taking enough out and you don't get stuck with that penalty. 
because even though it's gone down to 25%, it's still a pretty good chunk because you have to add taxes to that. Now, also, the catch-up contributions will increase in 2025 for your 401ks, 403bs, government plans, and IRA uh, account holders. This gives pre-retirees much room to catch up and save. Now, if you've already been saving, you may want to consider uh, putting that money, not necessarily in those taxable accounts, but maybe something else, depending on your situation. So you ask yourself the question, have you done tax planning for any of the previous two things that we've spoken about? Now, what we're going to do is we're getting ready to go into a break right now. We're going to talk about the changes to the 529 college savings plans and how they're a little bit different now and also get into the smart review and how that works as far as our full retirement plan consultation. So we'll be back here in a few at Rest Assured Retirement Show. You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement. To schedule your free, no obligation consultation with Jeff, visit restassuredretirement.com. Once again, here's Jeff Holmes. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. Now, uh, many of you, if you are listening to this, are on your way to either the uh, Super Bowl, the Phoenix Open, or you're out shopping and getting stuff for the uh, Super Bowl par- party, or you're already on your way to the party. So a lot of things we're going to talk about today, you're probably going to forget, especially if you go out to the Phoenix Open. We know how that all works. <laughs> and Matt, have you heard about what happens at the Phoenix Open? <laughs> only thing I can think of is what happens at the Phoenix Open stays at the Phoenix Open, but I'm sure that's not the right answer. <laughs> it could be, but it's a, it is, it's probably the, the rowdiest and the biggest party of golf for the whole year. Wow. And so that's really what that's all about. And if you watch it, you'll see that, which we will be watching it on Sunday afternoon. And um, yeah, uh, that's, uh, you know, one of the, the things a lot of you probably watching it. So most people may not be listening much to this, but you can go to restassuredretirement.com and listen to the show. And because uh, as I go through these things, even though you did hear it, you probably will forget it by Monday for sure. If you're at any of these events, uh, for sure. Especially so, if you're getting uh, so rowdy at the, uh, at the old golf course. There. You bet. And uh, that's uh, probably how you're spending your, your Sunday. And it's a great time to take a little time off and get away from all the work and all the stuff else that is going on in your life there. So, and enjoy yourself, which you should be. So the 529 college savings plans, this is part of the, what we were talking about just before on the secure act 2.0 review, those have changed a little bit. Uh, and they have a plan in there says after 15 years, the assets in a 529 plan can be rolled over into a Roth IRA for the beneficiary, which would be your child in that situation. Now, there's also some uh, rules as far as contribution limits on that. And uh, there's a lifetime limit of 35000 Now, if you only have 35000 in a 529 plan, it's going to help for college. But how much is it going to help? You know, in today's prices, boy, um, you know, if you've done any college planning, you know the answer to that. It's uh, uh, going to be a small dent in That's that. That's true. <laughs> yes. Now, 
Now we're going to get into the uh, SMART review and then after that the inflation demonstration on the price of Super Bowl tickets. So if you're going out there, you already know what the price is and uh, you probably had to mortgage your house to be able to get those tickets to go there. So uh, one of the things on uh, the SMART review is uh, it's a review of the performance of your investments on a quarterly or semi-annual basis to ensure you're staying on the right track to meet your goals. We all need to retirement some, retire someday. Now, when I hear that, um, I don't know about, have you ever heard of Creedence Clearwater Revival? That band? Oh, yeah. CCR, yeah, CCR. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a friend who did radio and he go that great CCR. And I, I did a terrible job there, but he had a great radio voice. And uh, they had a song, which is Someday Never Comes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of their later songs later on in their career. You don't want to be one of those uh, yeah, where you're looking for retirement and being someday never comes, if you hear what I'm saying. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so that's why it's better to do it sooner than later. And that's why we want to help people retire better. And in New Mexico, uh, the term is more better. Okay. That's really, yeah, that helps you, you know, people like myself understand what they're saying there. <laughs> okay. And this brings up another quote. And Matt, you want to go ahead and go through this one. It's a really, uh, really quick, quick one here. Short, sweet, and to the point. And uh, people will probably know who said this as soon as I say it. Uh, but it, the, the quote is, trust but verify. Boy. And of course, that was, uh, those were the words of Ronald Reagan. You bet. And there's a lot in those words. And uh, that's one of the things that you really need to do in your retirement planning. And on a very serious note, uh, I tell everyone this is I don't care who's giving you the advice you need to trust, but verify and get information on all of the information you're being given. And uh, hopefully it's a non-biased, unbiased uh, review of that information there to where you can learn more. It's all about becoming educated. It does take time. We know that it's a little bit scary, like the original quote that the first quote, I should say, that we talked about earlier today is uh, it doesn't seem like it's possible. But, uh, you know, they um, just imagine uh, I have a slide in one of the workshops I've done where it shows a guy standing on a uh, top of a peak and it shows all these this mountain range all around him. And uh, how does he get down from there or, or get across? Uh, he takes one step at a time, right? So that's yeah. how you have to think about this. And it may look that way to you. And uh, we fully get that on that. So now the consultation, what do we provide? Well, first off, it's an old cost to our listeners. The reason we do that, uh, and there's obviously no obligation. It's one of the things because you're taking the time to listen to this, to become more and more educated. And you only work with us if it's best for you. And one of the things that we will do in this uh consultation is go through your whole retirement plan. I'm going to address that a little bit more as we go through these steps. And the thing about this, do you think it's a quick process or a process at your own speed? Well, Hopefully you said, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was going to say it. I wouldn't want it to, I wouldn't want it to be necessarily too quick because, no. because you gotta, you gotta know, kind of dig deep in there, you know? Yes. And you know, we help, and I'm going to get back to some of this. We we analyze your whole uh, financial situation. We closely examine any annuities you may currently have. We will discover exactly how much you're paying in fees and help you cut unnecessary costs in your retirement accounts, IRAs, or 401ks. 
Uh, we also help you, and this is a big one, with Social Security planning and Medicare planning. Uh, Jessalyn's in her office. She takes care of the Medicare planning for us. And we also do Social Security workshops and help you get up to speed on how Social Security works. And that's, uh, we get those calls all the time with people having situations with their Social Security. And we will help you compare to your current situation, what is possible if you choose to work with us. And we do this by doing what we call a stress test on your retirement plan, which I'll uh, address more later. And if you really want a second opinion on what's going on with your present situation, Go ahead and sign up for that consultation or give us a call. This is not something where you're going to feel any pressure. We go through this and we want to help you as far as your retirement plan to see something different than maybe that you've seen before and help you plan for retirement that maybe you've dreamed of and not really sure you can get to. Uh, so how does that all work? Well, first off, we sit down and we talk, we go through what I call discovery session, get information and, and answer your questions. We then go through and input that information into software. Retirement, uh, we analyze your retirement through the software that will stress test your retirement plan. And it's not gonna make it look good. It's gonna make it, we're gonna look at the worst possible situation with all things. And what that does is, make sure that your retirement is going to work. It's not going to be, maybe it's going to work. Maybe you've got a 95% chance of making it. Maybe you've got an 80% chance. We show you how you can make it by stress testing it because the key to this is to plan for the worst, but expect the best. That's the way you approach this. You don't approach it with uh, you know, high rates of returns or anything like that. So we'll continue on with our show uh, coming up on a break. Uh, this is Jeff Holmes. We'll be back in a few minutes. Thanks for listening to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes. Welcome back to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. Uh, this is Jeff Holmes, a certified financial fiduciary and certified retirement counselor. I'm joined here with Matt McClure, our producer. And we just got through going through what we call the smart review on our show today. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. Price of Super Bowl tickets by year. And this is an article from Finance, uh, Yahoo Finance, I should say. And uh, they go through, and there's a summary we have here in the notes, because obviously if we went through 57 of these, you would probably already be to your Super Bowl party or already at the Phoenix Open, which you're heading out there, or, or at the game, the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So one of those things was probably going to happen. So we decided not to do that. And uh, thanks, uh, Matt, for giving me that summary. <laughs> yeah, no worries. It's only an hour show. So, you know, I, there are only so many I could include, really. <laughs> That's right. So now get this. This starts from Super Bowl one. It jumps uh, every about every 10 years or so uh, on this. And uh, Super Bowl one, the first one, I think it was Green Bay and Kansas City Chiefs played in that one. And uh, what I remember, right, is uh, uh, Green Bay won that pretty handedly. 
on that game, if I'm not mistaken. I have friends from Kansas City and, and uh, friends from Green Bay, and I know which ones are happy, more happy about that one. Uh, and again, uh, more happy, remember that. So in 1967, the price of going to that game was $10 uh, average ticket there. And that's wow. uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> and they it did say in the article adjusted for inflation was a little over $90. Wow. Okay. Still, yeah. I mean, wait until we get to some of these bigger numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wait, there's more. Exactly. Uh, a lot more. <laughs> a lot more. Uh, Super Bowl 10, 19, that was 1976. It was $20. Uh, 1986 Super Bowl was $75. Uh, the Super Bowl 30 in 1996 was $350. And Super Bowl 40 in 2006 was $700. Then you jump into 2016 and all of a sudden it's $2,500. And seven short years later, uh, they're starting at $5,400. To go, I think the average price around eight thousand. Okay, to, to go here, uh, amazing. I just I can't. It's it's like, how do you find that many people to fill a stadium who can afford eight thousand bucks a pop? You know, it's just it's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's one ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, can't even bring the the wife and the kids uh, for that <laughs> for that. You know, wow. yeah, the kids are going to be staying at home. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. A babysitter is way less expensive. <laughs> Absolutely. Unless you have, you know, like the babysitter of all babysitters or something. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's exactly right. So, so yes, it's a little bit pricier. Uh, obviously, some of you probably go into the Phoenix Open, which is a lot less expensive, uh, obviously, there. And uh, uh, that's uh, where that is as far as our inflation demonstration. So things have definitely gone up there for the Super Bowl. Okay, next on our list of what we're going through today on our smart uh, planning series is what they call the smart rule following. And we'll kind of get into this a little bit and have to finish up a little bit after the break. But consider these rules that you could help you create a more solid foundation for retirement. Uh, well, the first one is what they call the rule of 100. And I know any of you that have been listening have had us go through, you heard of us going through this before. Uh, the rule 100, just a simple but effective way to help you in diversifying your assets and investments and plan for retirement. And basically it just works by taking your total, uh, your age and subtracting that from 100. And a good example of that is uh, basically like for a 30 year old who's really just getting started on saving money, they uh, would uh, subtract 30 from 100, and that means that they should have no more than 70% of their investments in stocks. And as their age goes higher, that would drop down. And uh, that is really interesting because uh, this is a rule of thumb, but what we found is when we do these, uh, you go through a risk assessment. Over the years, what I've found is people tend to follow this rule without knowing it when they answer the questions to their risk assessment. And many of those people that may be 60 years old and they're planning for retirement, that means that they should have no more than 40% in risky investments. Now, what's a risky investment? Well, you have to think of stocks. It actually, you know, bonds, they have some risk there, obviously, depending on what you're using them for. So that is where 
we find people end up very close to that uh, number when their risk assessment. So they do follow that. So we'll continue on here in a few minutes on the rule of 100 and uh, continue on with our small rule following section of our show. And it's Jeff Holmes, uh, restassuredretirement.com. And you can get a hold of us at 480-454-9191. You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement. Welcome back to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. This is Jeff Holmes, Certified Financial Fiduciary and Certified Retirement Counselor. I'm joined here with Matt McClure, our uh, producer. And we're talking about the redundancy department here just a moment ago. (laughs) (laughs) The Department of Redundancy Department. Yeah, that's (laughs) exactly. how those things come up. They, they just do uh, as you're doing these shows. <laughs> exactly. I don't know yeah. where they come from sometimes. It just happens. Yeah, you bet. So the Roll 100 is a great way for uh, individuals. And we're just going through that, uh, diversify, helping them diversify their investments and plan for retirement. And it makes sure that you're not taking on more risk than what you should be doing. It can help you protect your retirement savings and ensure you have enough money to last through the retirement years. The next rule is the 4% rule. And the 4% rule is just a popular, another popular rule of thumb, where when you're managing your money, it suggests that you should take out no more than 4% of your retirement savings each year in order to maintain your nest egg. But wait, what they found Uh, With all of the market downturns and things that have happened in 2008 and 2022, where bonds actually went down also, and uh, everything basically went down, uh, they found, and there's a Wall Street Journal on this, that you should be using the 3% rule. Now, the 3% rule is considered a safer way that you can keep track of your money with with the current inflation rate and uncertain market conditions with throwing 3% of your savings is thought to be a safer amount, one that could increase your longevity of your savings. Well, it also means there's less income. And do you have any income stability? We're going to talk about that here in just a little bit on how important it is to have income stability and how uh, these rules affect your thinking. Because many times when people hear this, they think they've got to have the bigger nest egg to be successful. We'll get into that here in just a little bit on that. So the next rule is the rule of 72. It's a basically a straightforward calculation where base, basically what you're doing is you're dividing a number into 72 to find out how many years it's going to take for it to double. So for instance, if you're expecting a rate of return at 8% and nothing can go wrong there, right? As far as expectations. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that's one of the things about expectations. Uh, if you're getting uh, reports on retirement and they're using rates of return of 6 to 8%, are you really stress testing your retirement? And I know I'm interjecting here and not continuing my thought, but this, I, I feel like this is really important because expected rate of return means expectations. And uh, your expectations should not be based on that. Uh, that's why there's only a 90, 95% chance of success. That's why you need to stress test your retirement. And if you haven't stress tested your retirement at a much lower rate of return, you need to rethink that. And uh, you have to ask that question, shouldn't I be doing a lower rate to see if it does work? Then it will take, uh, if you take that 8% divided into age, uh, into, excuse me, into 72, that means it'll double in nine years. Well, that's when you're accumulating money. 
What happens when you're withdrawing money? Is that the same 8% return as when you're accumulating money? What? Another question. Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't necessarily think so. If you're withdrawing the money, then you don't have as much, you know, left over to uh, to grow. You know, you might be getting an 8% growth, but an 8% growth of less, you know, uh, principal plus whatever your gains have been, that just means less money, you know, going forward. That's right. And if you have a downturn in the market and you're pulling money out at the same time, uh, that means a much larger drop. Uh, there's a, another a way to look at this rule is, uh, and this is about expectations because I've had people say some things like this, but what if I were getting something higher, like a 24% rate, rate of return? Well, it would double in three years. Well, it may change though the next year when it goes down 30%. So <laughs> <laughs> true, depending on where you're at to get that kind of return. So, okay, uh, now we're going to get into smart income. Uh, I'll go through this uh, again uh, to realize how important income stability is. Too many people think retirement is about building the one big nest egg. They need to plan to, you know, as far as having enough income stability to pay for their monthly expenses. And keep in mind that income sources are taxable and other sources are tax-free. So what you have to do is you have to plan for that. Are you using inflation and taxes and market downturns and potential long-term care situations and uh, loss of a spouse? Are you planning uh, You're planning include all those, even though, you know, like we're, what we're doing there is planning for the worst, but you really want to expect the best, but it's really wise to plan for the worst to make sure it happens. And also planning out to age 100 and going, you know, even though you think you may not live that long, won't you, wouldn't you like a little bit of buffer on your retirement plan? And that's what you should do uh, in order to have a, have a, a much happier retirement. We find people that do that are much happier. Now, what's the, the first income plan that everyone thinks of is their social security. Uh, this first came about and it was passed into law in 1935. And I'm not sure if that was in December back then or not uh, by <laughs> President Roosevelt. Yeah. So we'll have to look that one up <laughs> late in the year when everybody's on vacation. Uh, 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 the first payments were made in 1940. And I've gone through that in past shows uh, about how that started out working. Uh, but Social Security is one of the largest government programs in the world. 176 million people paid Social Security taxes in 2021. And as of April 2022, more than 65 million Americans are receiving Social Security. So you can do the math, 176 paying into it, 65 million paying, getting money out. So about a third there. And now as life expectancy of Americans increases, there are concerns for the program. Uh, and that obviously so, because there's less people in the workforce. The Social Security Board of Trustees has estimated the uh, Social Security funds will be depleted by 2034 and will only be able to pay out 77% of scheduled benefits. Have you planned for that? So there's a lot to Social Security, a lot of information that you must understand. And have you had a social security planning report done or a break-even analysis? Obviously, you can start to take uh, your benefits at age 62, and, uh, and that's if you've been contributing to the program for at least 10 years. However, waiting until your full retirement age gives you an increased monthly benefit. 
in your full retirement age, uh, for instance, for someone that's uh, born in 1955 would be 66 years and two months. That's what that means. If you don't know what that is, you need to look that up. Very, very important. Also, anybody that's uh, uh, gets you know, born after 1960, is going to be 67 years old is what your full retirement age is. So it goes up a little bit. And I wonder if they're going to be changing that in the future. Well, that'll be something for us to tell yeah, on that one. Sort of surprised they didn't this with the Secure Act 2.0. You know, they, there was so many other things regarding retirement that did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you would think uh, that would have been taken care of there, but no. So uh, now, what is the average monthly benefit as of April 2022? That's uh, $1,588.89. So that's where that's at right now. And a lot of people wonder about what the maximum benefit in 2022 for people at age 62 taking their uh, Social Security out. Well, that average monthly benefit is $2,364. Also, uh, people that waited to age 70, that's $4,194 dollars is what that average benefit is. There's uh, the, obviously the cost of living adjustments, I should say, that ensures that your retirement funds don't lose value due to inflation. So that's a little bit of a brief overview on uh, Social Security and how that works. There's way more to that. I just gave a brief overview. Don't have enough time uh, today to even begin to go through that. Now, the next issue that people run into is retirement income gap analysis and planning. The, uh, the NHP, which uh, the National Housing Partnership Foundation study, I did look that up because I'm very curious to see what that is. I, I had to do that twice. I've looked it up before. Hard to remember. Uh, but they say 62% of baby boomers believe Social Security will provide at least half of their income during retirement. Again, those numbers we just went through uh, is that going to be uh, half of your income? 76% of retirees say income stability is their top concern for their retirement. Are you in that situation where that is your main concern? And what is the retirement income gap? Well, that's your core expenses, plus any discretionary expenses like eating out, entertainment, any wants you may have, gifts for the grandkids. I know that's a big one. Uh, guaranteed income sources are mainly through pensions and Social Security. And they and then when you subtract that from those expenses, you come up with what they call the retirement income gap. What are you going to do to fill that retirement income gap? And how do you fill it? How, what are your options? Well, first off, you have to make sure you're saving enough money during your high earning years. Uh, review your monthly expenses for any extraneous payments. And uh, for everyone from New Mexico and myself, that means all the stuff you shouldn't have been buying. That's what that really means. I don't know about how it is there in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew what you meant, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah, I had to look that up too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, and uh, consider delaying your Social Security's one, but that may not be the wise decision for you. Again, uh, that is uh, how to fill that retirement income gap. It, it maybe it is. Uh, you have you done a retirement? Uh, I mean, a Social Security break-even analysis and retirement plan. Uh, is that tied in there? 
with all that where you're, when you take your social security. So you also review your investment and withdrawal strategy of where you're at. Look at any options. And that's really what that uh, is all about as far as your uh, retirement uh, planning goes. You need to know all of your options and find out which ones those are. Uh, consider investing in annuities to establish an income stream you can never outlive. Uh, you, this is a, one you have to be careful on. You don't want to do this at home, as they say. So you really need to know what they do and how they work. Uh, some are, may be good for you. Some may be terrible for you. So is anybody helping you wade through that? Or are you just uh, ignoring that because you're told it uh, from um, by sources that you shouldn't be doing that? So uh, I think it's important that we all look at all options for retirement because you don't want to miss it. And be one of those, like I mentioned earlier, is like that uh, CCR song, Creed's Clear Arrival. Someday never comes because you missed it. It's this week in history. A big one happened here, uh, a birthday on February uh, 12th, and that was uh, in 1809. Former President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, was born. Um, he served as the 16th President of the United States from 1861 until his assassination uh, in 1865. Very sad day. Uh, Lincoln guided American through his first and only civil war and preserved the Union, abolished slavery, and uh, modernized the U.S. government. So that's a little bit about our history uh, that we have from uh, this week. Uh, obviously, oh, there's one other here. There's a, in 1964, American politician, commentator, and author Sarah Palin was also born on this date. And obviously, she ran for vice president along with John McCain in 2008. So what are we going to be going through next week? And the topic there is going to be beating the bank CDs, how you can get a better return on your safe money with multi-year guaranteed annuities, which a lot of people are doing now. Rising interest rates present an opportunity for investors to protect their hard-earned cash. So that's it for this show. Enjoy your busy, busy Sunday this, this week. And this is Jeff Holmes and Matt McClure signing off from RestAssuredRetirement.com. Thanks for listening to Rest Assured Retirement. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Jeff, visit RestAssuredRetirement.com or pick up the phone and call 480-454-9191. That's 480-454-9191. Assured Financial is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. This material has been prepared for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax, or investment advice. Advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Certified Financial Fiduciary, CFF, is issued by the National Association of Certified Financial Fiduciaries, CFF is reserved for financial professionals who have successfully completed a certification and training process established by the NACFF and the AFEA.
Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not in any way refer to investment advisory products. Rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC.